Huh. Awesome. Well, you know how, yeah. uh, so fun fact, uh, uh, OBS has this option to start streaming, and sometimes it, it automatically goes live. In fact, most of the time it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't. There it is. Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, here's, here's our podcast, No Technical Issues. Um, here's everything we've, we've done before. We're learning. We're learning. It's, 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 it's starting of your OBS rip. Yeah, I know. Um, so, uh, let's see. Welcome. Imagine a soldier the size of an insect. Scott. I've been watching you for a while. You're different. And I believe everyone deserves a shot at redemption. His title is in the hands of a new champion. He might win a few fights, but he's no Rocky Balboa. All that's left is his family. We've been down before. I'll get it all back. His heart. I gotta fight, okay? I got problems, I gotta fight. And... Hunting is a complicated profession. This Organized Chaos podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. It'll be fine. Listen, we we got a, a we got a action. flawless podcast. We got no we issues, none whatsoever. Uh, it's an organized chaos podcast. There's never technical issues, and you are watching the best podcast ever. Boom. That's right. Boom. That's right. Boom. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> I feel like cool. a noob. I feel like <laughs> it's all right, man. It's okay. I mean, Ooh. if you were actually Irish. I know. If I wasn't fake Irish, I'd have this down. <laughs> no, Tupac is totally, totally not from the Irie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I get for being fake Irish. It's it's some bullshit, I have to say. Um, but yeah. So today we are covering the brand new, very new movies: Ant Man, Rocky Five, and right. season one of The Mandalorian. <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> we're going through we're going through the motions at this point, guys. Uh, we're gonna get to some new stuff pretty soon. Uh, yeah. But you know, we're gonna we've been going over this over and over again. I know you guys haven't seen it, but we have. 
So we're just yeah. going to dive right into the news because that, that's kind of where we got held up last time. So yeah, DC Film Slate, which I think came out like the day after um, we recorded last week. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I know. Um, obviously, we're getting new Batman, Superman and probably Wonder Woman with that. Uh, what Paradise Island movie, I want to say. Yeah, but I, I believe so. Yes, because uh, yeah. like James said, mo- like every project that they had and every established one is is gone. So yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's certain yeah. like he kind of implied that Shazam's gonna stick around because he was talking about that being in its own corner, which it hasn't really been. But I mean, okay, I mean, with Flashpoint, he's gonna be Did able we- to technically didn't see soup's face yeah well that's the thing with flashpoint yeah, but uh, that was henry's suit so. yeah with flashpoint they can kind of do whatever they want um yeah yeah with absolutely. the new universe um but yeah um there's been quite a few ones uh i know you said you're interested in swamp thing um oh, i am interested in the swamp thing uh well what uh was drawing you to that one <laughs> Ah, I don't know. There's something always I've loved about the art. How it, it, it's... You get the, like, looking at it, you feel like you're in a swamp. Mm-hmm. You, you feel the environment around you. It's really immersive to me, at, at least. And I, I've kind of... I, I, I kind of have a weird childhood memory of being absolutely petrified of, like, a poster in my brother's room of it. So, it... It's kind of more like since seeing the movies and everything and just realizing how cheesy they were and appreciating mm-hmm. them for that. <clears throat> it's just kind of more of a deep love mm-hmm. for it. And and the story's pretty awesome. And also, you know, it, it's always good to see when the swamp thing meets the sweet thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, these are all interesting things. So, like, yeah, um, yeah. one thing lots of people I don't feel like bring up a lot because it, it sounds awesome. Uh, the lanterns. Uh, is that gonna be? T- I'm not sure if that's a TV show or a movie. That was supposed to be a TV, but that, uh, that yeah, that also I was like, <laughs> okay. No, it's a, I'm down for that. No, it's a, a a buddy cop show with Hal Jordan and John Stewart, drawing inspiration heavily from True Detective. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty fucking cool <laughs> I, so I, does that mean it's gonna be like dc dark like they're gonna be as graphic and uh, i don't know how graphic they're gonna get but according dark to this as uh <coughs> detective got at times but according to this it is going to be uh dark so they're going okay. for more of an edge with that one okay um yeah, yeah absolutely now the the biggest weird one would be authority which I know Eric's reloaded on uh, Phantom Initiative went over with us, and that was a wild. That sounded wild. Yeah. Um, he was like, "It's essentially it's going to be a whole bunch of characters. Um, lots of them are kind of derivative of DC characters already, but it's kind of like this. Uh, the story was set kind of in two thousand, and it was kind of like a bridging story to how where modern comics are now from the nineties air comic books." Um, where it's kind of like dark and gritty, but it like he he described it much better. So I, I don't I don't remember exactly what he said, but it sounded super super intriguing. 
And I wish my nose would run less, but... (laughs) Bless you. But yes, uh, honestly, I'm kind of excited to see what they do with this. I think one of the more interesting aspects is uh, he's not just going to mix movies and TV shows in the same universe. It's also going to be video games. Yeah, that, which sounds tricky. Tricky, it's yeah. Super ambitious. I'll give him that. It is super ambitious. Um, that well, it definitely would drive up their uh, their sales because you know if you want to stay caught up in what's going on, you know, yeah, you're gonna have to buy the game. Mm-hmm. Or just watch somebody give a breakdown of it on YouTube or Twitch or well, we'll stream it. We'll have to see how they handle it because I would think the way you'd normally handle it is use the games to be like the in between stories that aren't a hundred percent necessary, but kind of yeah bridge gaps yeah. if you're interested. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's primarily how you use them, but uh, we'll have to see. I mean, here's the deal with me in this whole thing, like uh. I kind of just trust James Gunn at this point. When it comes to these superhero projects, he's kind of just been on the ball. So it's like, let's just see what he does. Um, so yeah. Uh, I guess those are my thoughts in a nutshell. Uh, what are your thoughts overall, Bobby? <laughs> James James Gunn will have a lot on his plate being spearheading mm-hmm. a lot of this. Um He's going to be very scrutinized for a lot of his decisions that he's going to be making. Yes, he is. He already has been. Mainly Uh. three in particular I'm thinking of right off the top. Uh, And that'll be whoever he casts as Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, he's already getting heavily scrutinized by the Snyder fan base, who are famously known for being very reasonable and, you know, open-minded to change. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah, yeah. so anyways <laughs> um yeah no 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 snyder uh base will like always have its discontent but mm-hmm. i mean they're not like the people who are still holding out hope for uh keaton to truly return yeah Which, i mean i mean and i mean i'd be game for it, but I, that's I, definitely a fantasy I would. <laughs> But that is a fantasy. Might he is? I mean, as much as I would, I, as much as I want to say, you could say, well, he's too old for it. Mm-hmm. Well, he did play the Vulture recently. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, um, he is in the Flash. Um, and then and how and yeah, and he was supposed and, to be in Batgirl, but that unfortunately did not uh, make it. <laughs> and I, all the set photos I've seen that have been leaking, I'm just why, why? Like I know another just thing that. James has been getting flack for is still releasing the the Ezra Miller's mm-hmm. Flash. Yeah, and I I definitely have mixed feelings. Yeah, mm. I have mixed feelings about it. I do. What I, um, according to test screenings, it's really good, and I get that it would be the key piece to reset everything. But Ezra yeah. Miller, Ezra. yeah, Ezra Miller is um uh, problematic to say the least. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Moment. I mean, I could I could go on a bit of a tangent about it for a while. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think he's gonna get a lot of shit for whoever he picks, no mm-hmm. matter what. And they're gonna just try and claim that 
he's going to be turning. There's like, you know, you're going to Marvel up my DC or some mm-hmm. Disney up my DC or I, I could already see the imaginary hashtags that people think they mean something. Yeah. But, Hashtag sell, uh, sell Snyderverse to Netflix. Yeah. Right? <laughs> sell, the, sell, the Snyder, sell the Snyderverse to Pure Flix. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, they're not going to get the actual character, so we get to see that big movie about the barista we've been really well, gunning I for. Know, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Batman falls in the public domain in 2043, I think. Ooh. Sometime in Ooh. Like the next 20 years. Ooh. The Snyderverse that, comes yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, let's... let's... That'd be a great topic of conversation for later, for some point. Well, I mean, yeah, we can have a huge conversation about how copyright has been kind of abused through our system forever. Thanks, no, in small part to Disney. In fact, <laughs> they're the main ones pushing it. Yeah. So will it fall actually fall into public domain? We'll have to see, because Disney's really good at buying politicians for copyright extensions. <laughs> No, they're they're very good at just greasing palms and getting wheels working. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that's absolutely for sure. Mm-hmm. But they're also good at fighting back against politicians too. Yeah, <laughs> it it's a mixed bag to say the least. Yeah, yeah. You win some, you should be better at some. <laughs> Definitely. Um. I guess uh, anything you want to add to DC before we dive into the first movie? No, let's uh, get into it. Well, okay. Our war first movie is just, it's just a wee little movie. It's a you small know. one. It's a small one. Yeah, nothing big. Little guy. No, yeah, yeah, little guy. Yeah, definitely. No, it's Ant-Man. 2015's Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. So, like, plugging this in, you want to know the first thing that struck me? Just like, what's that? Holy crap! These special effects look so much better than I've gotten used to from Marvel recently. Just yeah. Oh my god! Young Mark Michael Douglas looks like young Michael Douglas. Shit. <laughs> it, it it didn't look as jarring to me as it did the very first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Because the very first time I saw it, I went, "That is not what Michael Douglas looks like." Really, I remember really liking it the first time. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. but the very first time, I was like, "Oh, uh, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. I don't know if I like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I didn't know how I felt about it." But when yeah. they did it again, the second one, uh, that one, I was just kind of more, eh. yeah. Well, I mean, it's weird. So, like, Wakanda Forever looked all right special effects-wise. It was really Love and Thunder and Moments of She-Hulk where the special effects really stood out, really spotty. So I guess overall they're fine. But, like, I guess really when we break it down, it's Love and Thunder. Really? Um, I felt there was a few moments in, um, uh, in in Moon Knight to me that stood out just a bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you could also say with Doctor Strange, but I don't know. I felt like She-Hulk stood out more than those, well, and then Love and Thunder definitely giant, stood out more than the other it, ones. Well, yeah, when the giant, like, uh, gator demon god was up, like, there was some times yeah. that it just kind of looked like a background character of a, uh... What was that? I don't know. I, I kind of like the giant gator demon. Well, it, it, or demon, like, but... Uh, yeah. Thread of, like, an, an old PlayStation game. I don't know. I thought the gator looked okay. For me, it was mostly the desert looked very fake. Yeah, the desert didn't. Look yeah. So great. 
They got they could just go to parts of California or yeah. Nevada. Yeah, definitely. But uh But, but I'm I, that's yeah. that's me nitpicking. That, yeah, well, we we are getting into nitpicks. It just like I said, it's mainly Love and Thunder. Lots of the effect shots yeah. in Love and Thunder were really shoddy. Uh and I'm not sure why cuz like even in Those comparison to the other projects. Yeah, yeah, even even in comparison to the other projects this year, it it stands out as like those effects aren't good. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why, but you know what? Ant Man has good effects, like really good effects. Um, yeah, yeah, I love all the tiny effects. I love like essentially it's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the superhero movie in a lot of yeah, spots, and I dug much. that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is quite a bit to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an interesting theory. Yes. Okay. So the newer film that's coming out, Quantum Mania. Yeah. Uh, you've seen the alleged still shot, like it's like a thirty or ten second clip in the trailer that has what a shape that looks like it could be Modok. No, Modok's in it. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. okay, okay, so. What would you think if the guy who's yellow jacket at the end, you know how he just yeah. kept shrinking and mm-hmm. shrinking and shrinking? Like, do you think he's Modoc? He is Modoc. He is? Yes. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> See, I don't know much about the character or anything, but watching it this time, I, I saw the clip and I was just kind of, oh, I wonder. Yeah. No, that's, wonder. that is him. Yep. He gets to return. Um, I don't know how big his role will be. Um, okay. I am interested to see what they do with Kang, but you know we got a couple weeks till we get to that one. So, so for being kind of blind to this end of Marvel comics, I kind of guess that plot. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, going I back, think to... I was like onto anything breakthrough. I just kind of <laughs> had a. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Yeah, Modoc okay. will be in it, but. uh Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so... Yeah, this one was uh, very, very good. Yeah, uh, no, I enjoyed yeah. this a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I... And it had a lot of, like, similar beats to, like, a lot of the comedies that were coming out around this time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'd say, like, that Apatow feel. Yes, yes. And, but without uh, it being an Apatow film at yeah. all. Yeah, and, like, to its credit, it does it, like, well. It's It's... Yeah. It's not like a cheap copy. It just kind of it's it's kind of got like the style, but like it does it kind of its own way. It's absolutely like for the most part, for the most part, the comedy works fairly well, even though we're dealing a lot with cultural stereotypes. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was it's funny. <laughs> it is, yeah, and it's it's really great. And uh, the the casting in this is very great. Um, mm-hmm. uh, with, yeah, Paul Rudd. Um, uh, we have a uh, God. I always forget her name. Evangeline Lilly. No, no, no. The ex-wife. Oh, uh, Judy Greer. Thank you, Judy yeah. Greer. Yeah, Judy Greer. Yeah, his mm-hmm. uh, wife, her his ex-wife, and their kid. Yeah, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or no, that was that's his co-star. That's a uh, that's a uh, hope. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Michael Douglas, as we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, yeah, who is also pretty great. And I, yeah, I must have forgotten the opening scene mm-hmm. where uh, he punches that one, the uh, that defense director out. Yeah, 
I, I, I must have forgotten about that because watching it was like, I don't remember this. And yeah. then I was pleasantly surprised, even when it happened again, how you see uh, how um, uh, the bad guy had said something to, or Yellow Jacket had said something to piss off uh, <clears throat> Hank. And uh, that other guy just took a step back. Yeah. He knew what would have been next. Yeah. No, that, that, that was a nice touch. Yeah. That... Yeah, I mean, essentially, all this is, is a like you know, I said Italian shrunk the kids. It is that, but it's also a heist movie, which is also a yeah. nice flavor to add to the MCU. It's something unique, Absolutely. you know. They they have this complex plan with all these running, you know, parts. You know, you have to be at point A, you have to be at point B, and of course, as they're trying to get to all these points, they're hitting obstacles, and it's yeah. all you know, it all ends up getting done at the right minute. And I guess it essentially fails at the last minute and just. That's where it just becomes more of just an action movie. But you know what? I had fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I did too. I enjoyed this. Uh, this also uh, it was within the how it was released was a great setup for Civil War too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that credits teaser of it. Yeah, you get Anthony Mackie as uh, the Avenger that Ant Man has to to overcome to get the parts he needs for the heist yeah. um, as he steals from Avengers headquarters, which is a fun touch. And then yeah. uh, you get to see that Anthony Mackie's actually looking for him. And then we know later that he's doing it because he's, he's recruiting. He's rec- <laughs> yeah. He's recruiting. It's more like, no, nah, you're, you're good. Like you're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll rec- I'll, you're an Avenger. As long as you never tell Cap about it. Yeah. But yeah, this is a like I I feel like we're just saying it's good. But yeah, this is just a genuinely fun movie. Uh, that's the best was, way I can yeah. describe it. Um, uh, I really uh, enjoyed the uh, guy who played the uh, stepfather figure, the cop. Uh, uh, Bo- Bobby Cannavale, is that it? Yeah, I I, think that's I'm it. probably slaughtering his last name, but uh, oh. I'm terrible with names. Fun fact. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> So, uh, no, uh, yeah, he was, the the back and forth with him and Ruh and Paul mm-hmm. was very good and, like, almost seemed very natural. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, that was pretty awesome. That yeah. I enjoyed their character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, all the characters me worked fairly well, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's made me excited to watch the uh, next two. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I, I don't even really remember Ant-Man and the Wasp particularly, uh... Well, so it'll be nice diving in there. It'll be uh, kind of like a new movie, and then I start watching and go, "Oh, that's right, it's oh, yeah, this no, one." Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, I, I, the only thing I'm remembering is that he does magic tricks in that one. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um. Uh, so, fun fact about this, and this is the fact everybody knows: Ant Man was originally slated to be a Phase One movie. Uh, with Edgar Wright directing, and mm-hmm. yep, yeah, and it, yeah, obviously it didn't go through because apparently he really didn't want to do a shared universe and he wanted to do his own thing, and obviously Feige wanted to do a shared universe because that's what the MCU is all about. And yeah, absolutely, I have super mixed <laughs> feelings because it's like I get both sides. I want to see Edgar Wright's Ant Man. I truly do. But then I also get why it's like I want to make this a shared universe thing. <laughs> Does that mean he makes Nick Frost uh, like Modoc? Maybe. 
because I would love that. I would also love to see Simon Pegg play it back. I was about right to say, the MCU desperately needs more Simon Pegg. They need him to play a villain. Yeah. Simon Pegg Simon Pegg makes everything better. Just flat out. <laughs> there was an episode of Doctor Who where he played the bad guy. Uh-huh. It was a two-parter one. Uh it was uh I want to say Tenant Years. Yeah, I'm pretty Doctor sure it was Who. Tenant Years. Um well there's uh, a You know how he got that was uh they came what, to him. Doctor Who? Yeah. They came to him and said uh you know, we're you know, it was when they're casting the 10th Doctor and they're like you know, you know, we'd be interested to have you audition for the role. And he said, God, that is tempting. But I really enjoy watching Doctor Who. I don't want to be in Doctor Who. <laughs> so he agreed to do the, 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 the villain spot for a couple episodes. <laughs> but I will play a villain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can handle watch me for a couple episodes, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, I would want to. I'm a fan of Doctor Who. I rather watch it than be on it <laughs> i am so far behind my doctor who watching too i need to finish it up i am too I am yeah too. i still haven't finished capaldi so <laughs> yeah i was happy so happy that jenna left jenna coleman left yeah watching but uh, yeah um ant-man's good are we ready for yeah. rocky five? Oh yeah i didn't hear no bell Ah, uh, Rocky Five. <laughs> oh, this movie fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. Not, not to, not to. You know what? Oh, oh I, I. This was a chore. Hated watching this. This was such a oh, chore. This was such a bore. You know oh what's funny God. is I remember this movie being like two and a half hours long, and it's not remotely that long. It's like only an hour forty-five. It just feels two and a half hours long. I never thought. I never thought I'd see two behemoth of of guys chewing scenery in the same scene. Oh God, uh, dude, this was rough. Okay, so yeah, uh, well, this story was uh, kind of a terrible idea. <laughs> Rocky getting back from the fight of Russia. Polly mm-hmm. had him sign a uh, ex extension on their taxes but really it was a power of attorney their shysty mm-hmm. accountants screwed them over and now they're poor again yeah little rocky takes it the hardest mm-hmm. he also gets beat up in school a few times but yeah he just starts the fight and then nothing ever happens to that plot mm-hmm. line they just yeah little rocky's uh... beating the shit out of kids in the schoolyard well, I mean, I do feel like this movie it has like some decent story ideas, but just seems to jump between them and not fully commit. So, I mean, you have uh, fucking Tommy Gunn, who I don't remember the name of the actor, but he wasn't just call good. Him Moose. He wasn't good. Just he call wasn't. Him Moose. But anyways, I'm he's this. Call him Moose. Yeah. Well, I guess we're jumping ahead really far. As soon as Rocky gets back from Russia, seriously, he still has like fucking black eyes and shit. Um, this not Don King. He's not Don King because he has normal hair. Boxing Only promoter comes up. No, yeah, he comes up and he's like, "You need to sign up for your next fight." And he, Rocky's like, "It's like fuck. Can I like rest? I I want to be done. What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, he's pushing this next fight, and Rocky doesn't do it. Of course he doesn't. And yeah. then yeah, and then we find out the whole tax thing. So he has no yeah. money. So he's selling everything. 
And then the only thing he has left is Mix Jim. Uh, he opens up and makes a trading gym. Yep. And then he encounters this kid on the street named Tommy Gunn. Agrees Where to train him. him. The only thing I ever agreed up with Polly on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should have left him in the street where they found him. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah so, I, I, I 100% Mix agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only time I've ever liked or agreed with Polly this entire series. Yeah, no. Admit they're like, fucking A, Polly. Listen mm-hmm. to me. Green with that piece of shit. I mean, his name is fucking Tommy Gunn. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Tommy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so yeah, so Tommy tries to prove his chance once, mm-hmm. nearly beats the shit out of this kid as they're sparring. Yeah. Uh, Tommy gets for a second one and then Rocky agrees, okay, you need to be trained. You need to learn control. Mm-hmm. And then I it gets show you that. But yeah. but that yeah. Then we get to what feels like the guts of the movie because we have this thing where Rocky is training uh Tommy and spending all his time with Tommy and kind of putting Rocky Jr. pushing him to the side. Um by the way, Rocky Jr. is played by Sa- Sage Shalone. And yeah. I like for a child but actor, I actually real kid, yeah. Yeah, for and... a child actor I thought he did okay. Um Yeah, he was not bad. For I mean he was actor. miles better than Tommy, so <laughs> He wasn't chewing scenery like Tommy. <laughs> True. And well, and his dad. Uh, but, uh... So he's training Tommy, but then... Uh, Rocky Jr. wants attention. He's not getting it. Uh, and it feels like the guts of the movie, but this, like... I feel like we get introduced to Tommy, like, almost halfway through. So, like, we're, like... Yeah. Very late into Act 2 when this is even happening. Ugh. As per normal in a Rocky movie, we get the training montage. Tommy kicks a lot of ass, and then he signs up with not Don King, and he leaves Rocky. Not Don King. Yeah. Who, who, who totally and ironically says the same catchphrase as uh, Mr. Don King. But, but he's not Tom King, Don King. Can you hear me? His hair, is nor- His hair is Only normal. America. His hair he is dresses, normal. He dresses quite similarly. But his hair is normal. He's a completely separate character and not based on Don King at all. <laughs> Only in America. He is not Don King, okay? <laughs> Only in America. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, and and then, you know, we get to the story where it's like, oh, Rocky, you need to spend time with your kids. And then Tommy signs up with Don, Don King. And it's like, well, you know, maybe this is lining up perfectly, even though Tommy's a dick, you know, just get rid of him. Get him, get him out of your life. Yeah. yeah. But of course, Tommy wins a big fight. Um, he yeah. gets the world championship, and strangely, all the reporters decide to gang up on him and say, "You didn't actually win that. He was a paper champion. He never earned it." Yeah. So if you want to earn yeah. it, you have to beat up Rocky. You have to all the reporters real say this, which is realistic, right? Yeah. yeah. I I don't I I I guess I mean I don't know a lot about boxing. Yeah. But I will say that watching more these movies, uh, yeah, it can make me appreciate the sport. Yeah. More. Well, maybe not but, this one, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe not this one. Yeah, maybe not this one. But uh, I mean, you know, Rocky does give a great speech in this one. Well, Despite not not as good re- as him four. No, 
<laughs> he didn't end the Cold War in this one. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> oh, the one about how it's not how hard you get hit; it's how it's how it's how you have to get back up. Oh well, that's the next one. <sighs> that is the next one. Yeah, that's the next one? one. You're you're probably just getting bored and merging them. You're you're mixing. You're adding better qualities to this one than are in this one. <laughs> the next one's actually pretty decent. The next one's. <laughs> Uh, I, am. I absolutely am guilty as hell about that. Well, that's well, that's the thing. Like, America. there's so many stories in this that just like, yeah, okay. So Tommy goes off. He he gets his own thing, and Rocky and just yeah. be a family. Then Tommy's like, I have to be world champion. Challenges Rocky to a boxing match, even though Rocky is done, and it After becomes Tommy just had a match. And After it be- Tommy just yes. had a match too, and it becomes a fucking street fight mm-hmm. i shit you not <sighs> and i remember enjoying the street fight more i this like how they put it together how they like like they have the inspirational music for rocky we have the one yeah. shots of burgess meredith and it's great getting burgess meredith back um, as a force ghost yeah but uh that's what i thought of him as in this he was a force ghost but at the end of the day it it just doesn't work um no it it's worth I mean, it's clear what they're going for here. So they brought back John G. Avelston, who did the first Rocky. And I feel like after the fourth one, they were like, we're getting too cartoony and crazy and cheesy. And to their credit, yes, that is exactly what they're doing with Rocky for. That is insane. Yeah. But they're trying to bring it back down to the Rocky's roots and make it a bit more grounded. They didn't pull it off. They didn't pull it off. No, not, not well. Like, I would prefer something way cheesier than four than what they're going for here. They're going for, like, dramatic Rocky again. And you can do dramatic Rocky again. In fact, the next one is doing dramatic Rocky again. But this was not it. Well, I will say, um, I do have to wonder if it was smart to bring back John G. Avelston. Because Stallone had been directing these so long. And he had become a pretty good director in his own right. And yeah. I think it's weird to not have him directing this one, honestly. Um, like, I think Avelson's a fine director, but Sloan might be better, in my opinion, at this point. Um, yeah, this this movie just didn't work. <laughs> no, like, I did not. This is easily my least favorite Rocky. I think before this, it's Rocky 3, but Rocky 3, I at least... I. I can find entertainment value in Rocky Three. This one almost doesn't have rock entertainment value. It's blasphemy. Oh come on! <laughs> oh no! Like uh, for me, it's like you know one, two, four, three, and then five. So far, so far. Right? Yeah, yeah no, that that that's it for me. Balboa will be a first time watch for me. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, that that that's the same order for me. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I think I think there is a huge chasm between this and three because, like I said, I will oh. I enjoy three, but n- not really this. This one just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, this one's kind of bad. Yeah, <laughs> it like and honestly, now that that Rocky Balboa exists, like you can genuinely just skip this one. <laughs> Even Stallone has said that. He regrets making this one. Yes. So I guess, like, I guess the only thing I will say is that if you really want a quick shot of Stallone's ass, this is the movie for you. That's it. 
That's true. <laughs> he does show his booty. <laughs> uh, are we ready to cover uh, Mandalorian? Uh, yeah, let's get into it. All right, the the Mandalorian season one, kind of last watch last season four episodes. One. Yeah, the last few. Yeah, the last four of a uh, Mandalorian season one. Yeah, and I I didn't really realize how it was really structured when I first watched it. So essentially, the first three episodes are your setup, and then you have yeah. like three like standalone adventures, and then you know they'll link back. But like you got like the, just these three adventures that you could watch on their own without any context, more or less. Yeah, and then you get a two-part finale, mm-hmm. and uh, the two-part finale kind of brings almost kind of an Avengers-style thing where we're bringing characters from all the multi-part stories and stuff like that all together to to fight Mo- Moff Gideon, who is a uh, what Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, God, he's always a great villain. <laughs> he is such a great villain. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this. It this was good. Like I had forgotten how good this is. This is a fun series. Um Yeah. I think probably out of this last bunch, my favorite one probably has to be that heist one, which I believe was like the sixth episode. Yeah. Where he's with all those other guys and they're all seedy as fuck and Yeah, they're all like shady as hell. Yeah. And of course, yeah, it all goes wrong because of course it is. There isn't a story if it goes right. <laughs> no, it's a setup. Yeah. But I just, uh, I dig the whole Star Wars, like, really digging into the space western feel of this one. Um, yeah, I I like how they did kind of go full, almost full cowboy with this one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, what, like, what were your thoughts over on the series, the season, rewatching it? I really appreciated, like, uh, the subtlety of some, like, uh, some of the more, like, western-y shots that they did. Like uh, the big landscape ones, and you just see Mando lonely walking out. Like the big, how like the ones that explored the worlds we were in more. Mm-hmm. Like I like those those more because I, I watched it more thinking about those Western tropes and themes, and I saw so much more in it. And I, especially the one about the gunslinger, where he goes and he meets the uh, other bounty hunter. Yeah. You want to get that first credit like that? That is like, that is a Western. Yes, definitely. Totally a a Western. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many Western elements to this that. uh, Oh, yeah. I just absolutely dig what they're doing. I think one of the aspects that really stood out to me this rewatch is the the, uh, score. Uh, Oh, yeah. What, Ludwig Gorshin does it? Uh, I'm certain I'm slaughtering that name, but. He does a great job. Like, uh, you know, it has a little sci-fi tinge to it, but it's very much kind of like a... He definitely goes for the space western sound, and I, I absolutely yeah. dug it. Um, this is just a well-put-together series. Um, and I'm impressed how they were able to CGI Nick Nolte to be like three feet. That was really impressive. No, that was so cool, dude. That <laughs> was so cool. Now, they did Nick have a... Nolte stole the series. <laughs> Yeah, they did have a pretty good cast. Uh, they they had obviously Rob Giancarlo Exposito. You know, you get Pedro Pascal as your lead character. You get Carl Weathers. You get uh, uh, Taika Waititi as IG Eleven. You get uh, yeah. the guy we just brought up, Giancarlo uh, Esposito. Oh, uh, Nick Nolte. Um, mm-hmm. of, and then you know you got that great uh, cameo with uh, Bill Burr. 
And Bill Burr, for being a, a stand-up comic, he's a solid actor. He, he like, he kind of has that one character I've really seen him play. He could probably do more than that, though. But, like, he makes it work, for to his credit. Well, he, I've, I've seen him in various things, and mostly he's playing a cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, like, pretty much that. But yeah. it works. Yeah, it, he, it works he, it, well, he yeah. makes it work. Like, he makes it, like, entertaining. So, hey. And he, 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 I mean, he I've, stands I've, out. I've, I've, <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of his voice acting on, uh, like, F is for Family, too, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not as familiar with his voice acting, but I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty much a fan of him. His, have, uh, have, you watched, have you watched F is for Family? No, I have not. No. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, great great cast. Um, You know, Cara Dune, I can't remember the name of the actress, but, you know, she's, I have a feeling, like, She's probably fated to do like a big Star Wars series, but it probably won't happen for some reason. I guess only the future will tell, and like, yeah, the movie will probably like the movie she ends up doing might bomb. You know, ho- hopefully I'm wrong, but the future will tell. Wait, are we doing uh, the time travel thing or what? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> the uh, the the actress who played the mechanic, uh, Amy. Oh Sims- yeah. yeah, yeah, she was fun. Yeah. She's great no, everything like, she's in. They were great at finding these little character actors for all the, yeah. the little roles. It's yeah, that's a good thing to bring up because they, they did a great job with all the, these little characters. They they brought in actors that made them really memorable. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course oh, yeah, of course Grogu steals every episode. Um it's just unavoidable at this point. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> I mean, I love the the little bit at the end where like there's the explosion and Grogu kind of holds it back, and then yeah. later they're in trouble and Carl Weathers is like, oh oh, do the hand thing, and Grogu's just like waving at him, confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that what you want? What? Why? Why am I doing this? Why am I... <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, this is a good season. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, uh, I guess. I yeah, you have any final thoughts? Uh, no. Uh, I'm excited for the new season to roll out. Yeah, uh, I kind of feel like we got a teaser of it in uh the Boba Fett series. Serious teaser. Yeah, we got to see him with the dark saber and stuff. But uh... yeah, which is it apparently takes place after because I know in C- if I remember correctly, season two is where we get the introduction to Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of the issue with uh, that Boba Fett series. Because, yeah. like, they did an okay job kind of setting up Boba Fett, and then instead of using the back half of the series to really establish Boba Fett, they turn it into a Mando show. And you Boba, know what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I love those Mando episodes, but they probably shouldn't be here. They <laughs> Yeah, the the uh, Boba Fett show featuring the Mandalorian. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it was more like the Boba Fett show starring the Mandalorian, guest starring Boba Fett. <laughs> start with featuring Boba Fett. Yeah, it, if time allows. If because <laughs> I think there, I, it seems familiar. There's like one whole episode where Boba Fett wasn't in it. I think another one where he pretty much has like yeah, a cameo. Yeah, and Luke Skywalker's in it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh, and... it's like I'm enjoying this stuff, but. This is not a well-structured series, guys. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, like, this is, like, kind of fan service and Yeah. Like, not even hiding it. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I guess there's anything you want to add? 
No, just excited for the next season. So am I. So I, I guess this will be a shorter one. We we were messing around with doing it live, and next week it'll go smoother. Next week, we're doing this at 4 o'clock Monday. 4 o'clock. And Monday. it'll be awesome. You guys should all check it out. Great. We'll have all the Everything technical issues awesome. worked out. I will share it on my channel. And if you happen to be watching this, I think I saw we had like one or two viewers. Ooh, you guys ooh, aren't ooh. chatting. Actually, actually, actually uh, Bob, actually... Ah, we we're at might want to push until five next week. Oh, what's up? Uh, I I know my wife is work from home. And oh, okay. Workstation is just other side of this wall. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay, uh, we'll do yeah, five. So she five. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll do five. Yeah. Live at five. Yeah, we got a shorter one this week, but you know what? I'm also kind of under the weather, so it kind of works. It's okay. Yeah. What are no, we? What are we, we talking about next week? I believe. Let me open up the file. Yeah. Let me see. Open. I usually have it ready. Okay. So I got Ant Man and the Wasp, Rocky Six, uh -huh. and John Wick. Okay. Sounds sounds pretty good. <laughs> well, three movies are usually easy easier. Like it's good to cover yeah, the series, but the series are always longer. <laughs> Yeah, the series are always kind of a chore. Yeah, I mean, I I'm usually enjoy them. Not always. I mean, sometimes it's Blood Ooh, Origin, and I'm kind of like, ugh. Oof. We get to cover Cocaine Bear. Yeah, yeah, that looks like yeah, fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy about that. <laughs> well, like I said, anytime you want to add something, go ahead and add it, and if I have to remove stuff, I will. Um, right now, That's I'm just... I, my, my, right now, my goal is kind of just to fill it up with stuff I think will be most relevant, but... Totally editable. We have to watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. Are you talking about the old one? No, no, I'm down to watch that one. Yeah. Yes, I don't know. I kind of feel like one. I kind of feel like we should because I know the chuds are focused on it a bit. I know the. Oh yeah, no. Okay. Which means okay. they're gonna make it popular in the algorithm. You know how they are. Mhm, <laughs> mhm. Mm right now, the big attack I saw was that they were triggered because Princess Peach had a scene where she wasn't in a dress. I'm I am sorry, not what? shitting you. I am. <laughs> I, I, I'm. S <laughs> These guys no, get I'm, triggered I'm, by I'm... fucking everything. <laughs> I've been thinking of doing like a change of content relation, <laughs> and I think now I might just go into the reaction channel, but just reacting to chuds, not commenting on them, but just yeah. kind of going. Mm. All right, dude. But th but then you get the comments dude. saying you just don't understand. Hollywood's been a wreck, and you know it's like. And then I really? would reply. I would reply with this bo with this <laughs> standard boilerplate comment. Thanks for the watch. Yeah. Thumbs up. Make sure, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> make sure to like, comment, subscribe to Organized Chaos, Bobby Quarters, and the Organized Chaos Podcast. Yes, yes, get get all of them. Yes, yes, and we should probably say that what you did. Yeah, get them all. The get them all. Trifecta. Yes, but uh, yeah, you know what? I'm I I'm good with signing off. Go follow like me I said, on Facebook and Twitter and Insta. Yeah, make sure yeah, to follow me on. Uh, yeah, I got a, the Twitter. I don't really do anything on my Insta, so you can ignore that. Don't really do anything on Facebook. I'm really just active on YouTube, Twitter, and Grinder. So check me out on all those. Uh, 
Grinder's uh, weird. Yeah, Everybody talks weird on you there. Can, I don't get it. <laughs> you, can, you can follow me on uh, Facebook. I have a Bobby Quarters fit page. I'm, I post stuff that I find in, interesting or entertaining or just silly uh, or movie related, but also promote the show on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, on uh, Twitter, you get to see me. Re- if you go under tweets and replies, I guarantee you, you'll find a chuckle or two. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so yeah, follow us on all the social medias. Um, yes, please. Or if you're not into it, don't. You know, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and go away. Or maybe yes, don't comment. Do I don't know. <laughs> you know, comment still. Yeah. Say you guys suck everyone and then go is, away forever. Welcome. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> welcome. You can tell us that we're, you know, idiots or mm-hmm. whatever. I I, I really it, mm-hmm. don't care. You're yeah. a stranger. Or if you have something positive to say, leave something positive. We'll reply. No. We'll reply even if it's negative. I will. No. The internet doesn't believe in positivity. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Not unless you're a kitten. But, uh, yeah. Uh, everyone, have a good one. Take care. matter call me shell it's the fucking truth